everybody to another episode of the Fellas Five Podcast. Um, that's all I got. Hey, <laughs> welcome. We good. It's the uh, Fellas Five Podcast featuring uh, myself, Quan. We got Mario. We got Warren. We got Chris. We got Kev. And we got a new topic for you guys today. Kev's going to introduce it. Go, Kev. All right. Well, welcome. Um, as you guys know, Seventeenth, uh, welcome. That's we've okay. been. We like, uh, we like to welcome. Yeah, we're, maybe, we're welcome. a welcoming podcast. Yeah, we like to welcome. welcome. That's all. Yeah, fair enough. Welcome back to another episode, another one. Um, anyway, so today we're going to talk about uh, freedom of speech and uh, kind of the uh, the events coming out of the uh, the attack on Capitol Hill and how uh, social media has been um, restricted, removed, and, and he's been banned across several platforms and um you know it, it it it's it's the first time we've seen something like this happen um obviously we've got a lot of um important things coming up in in, in u.s news as far as the uh swearing in and, and uh inauguration of, of joe biden and kamala harris and then we also uh you know there are other reports of a groups of groups that are threatening uh, different state capitals around the country um, mm-hmm. coming out of those events. So um, so we thought free speech would be something that was relevant and could be interesting. And um, and I, I guess I'll start my initial thoughts are um, I, I was I was surprised that it, they waited this long on one hand. And on the other hand, I, you know, so I, I tend to be the one that they call Captain America, right? So I tend to the, the one most... I guess enamored with the Constitution or whatever, but I was a little surprised that we we uh, restricted free speech, if you will. And there's arguments I, I'll hear, you know, from from folks that say, um, you know, these are private corporations. Um, you know, Twitter, social media. I mean, Twitter, Facebook, etc. They can do what they want. He still can call a, a press conference anytime he wants, as he's still the sitting person in office. Um, but at the same time, it's like, wow, you know, we've had other folks um, who have had hate speech or made threats who have not had this happen to. So it kind of is an interesting, interesting space in history. Um, I think we'll, you know, maybe look back on this. And obviously the events that happened in Capitol Hill have their own section. And 2020 was a whole chapter of a, a history book that's going to be crazy. Um but this one has significance because, yeah, not only is it just like some random person that got censored, it's the president of the United States. Um, so, yeah, um, be interesting to see what the fellas think about that one. And, uh, you know, here we go. All right, let me uh, hop in real quick just to give our listeners, those that don't know what the actual uh, First Amendment actually says. It says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or bridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate that. Right, I'd share that. Um, so in short, Congress shall make no law abridging freedom of speech, which basically breaks down into Congress, I'm sorry, the government cannot infringe upon your right to have free speech. Um, But there's been several uh, U.S. Supreme Court cases that have sought to clarify exactly what that means, what free speech actually is, what is considered to be speech, what is considered to be free, and what is considered to be um, you know, abridging or infringing upon. Um, one, one very notable distinction um, is that freedom of speech does not include the right to incite actions that would harm others. So for instance, uh, it was actually a court case um, that's commonly used for freedom of speech. You cannot go into a theater and yell fire. Um, that is not freedom of speech um, because that would cause panic hysteria and could cause harm to others, particularly if there is no fire. So um, that's kind of a, a short and sweet kind of intro into it. So what are your thoughts, 
What are my thoughts on it? Mm. Well, you know, I'm never one to have just one thought. <laughs> here we go. Um, so we're talking about freedom of speech. I think people have very loose definitions of what they believe freedom of speech is. Um, I believe freedom of speech comes from a place of, I mean, it's the first one because people felt as though they couldn't speak out. If you're coming from a monarchy um, type system, like we were like Great Britain, United Kingdom, um, you know, you, you couldn't speak out against the king. You know, that was considered, um, you know, punishable by death in some instances, et cetera, et cetera. So being able to just openly air your grievances and speak things uh, was important. Now, I think that has been uh, the best way to put it. It's been twisted, you know, over the years for a lot of different reasons. Um, you know, and I think now we live in an age with social media. I think there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of gray area. Um, but my biggest concern is the misinformation. Um, you know, people frequently want to stake a claim to freedom of speech when they're saying something that they know isn't actually factual because they feel as though that's their opinion. And because it's their opinion, they have freedom of speech. And so they can spew that as much as they want to in any direction. And they are protected by this, you know, the set of words in the First Amendment that they have interpreted to, to mean something that I don't think it was ever intended to mean. Um, in terms of social media, you know, I don't, I don't personally believe social media is uh, a place where a speech is protected because at the end of the day, these platforms are businesses and they have sole ownership over their, their property. Um, participating on those sites and saying what you feel is your, you know, speaking your mind is still technically on their property. So they don't have to give you that option to use that. They can give it to you and they can take it away. Um, and it's not as though the government or anybody else can come in and tell a business how to operate. That's one of the biggest things that, you know, people fight for is like, can't tell me how to run my business. So it's just, it's, it's, it's convenient how it works for some people, but then it doesn't work, but it's the same exact thing. So those are my, my quick thoughts without getting into too much detail. I want to <clears throat> jump That's in. Actually Wait. Oh, well, yeah, real quick. So the government actually does tell businesses how to run their business. Um, and Mm -hmm. free speech still applies to public spaces or private spaces, right? So like, even if you're on the property of someone who owns land as, you know, the internet is or the world wide web, if you will, I would think, now I agree. I agree that they took, before I go into this, this kind of stance, I agree that they, you know, he was dangerous. He was a danger. He was a threat. So I agree that they took it. I'm just surprised that this, I mean, I agree that it should have been taken, but at the same time, I am surprised that it's the first. This is the first instance of like a major figure being censored in this way. But I, I mean, uh -huh. the government. So you know, this this argument is happening in a different way with COVID, right? So the governments came in and said, you know, it's dangerous to operate. I'm going to tell you how to run your business. Either you can have very distant tables as we're getting ready to open back up to dining in in, in Pennsylvania or in Philadelphia, or you got to do takeout only. So like, there's instances where the government can jump in and, and tell a, a, a private corporation, private business what to do. Go ahead, Warren. Sure. But that's not freedom I, of speech, though. But I'm just saying, you said the government can't tell you how to run your business, when actually they can. I mean, under certain, in, like, you know, situations of, like, very special yeah. circumstance. Well, so I, so I think to Quan's point, and, and it, I, it's, I'm glad he mentioned that I hadn't thought of it in that way, but Facebook with all of its censoring and you know and it deleting posts and removing posts and banning people for think comments and such i guess that is effectively them running their business a certain way 
um, and saying, you can't say this thing. It's like, if you go to a certain store, you, or like this, you'll see the sign, no shirts, no shoes, no service kind of thing. Like you can say, in my business, you can behave a certain way. And if you don't behave that way, you are not allowed. So I think to Quan's point, if in Facebook they say, or social media, they say, we, we are going to monitor what you say. And if we don't like it, we have the, the right to remove that thing. I think that's an interesting kind of perspective because if I'm the poster, I think I am exercising my freedom of speech. But if I'm exercising it in a business being the social media platform, the business can then kind of edit what I say. I think this is different to the public spaces comment from before. If you're outside, you know, walking down the street, you know, I can say anything I want as long as it doesn't fall in any of those particular categories. And I think an interesting thing now is like we're trying to define what is public space when you have yes. the internet. Mm -hmm. Like, is that is that an actual yep. space? Like, does it actually exist? Is it a tangible thing? Like, because there there are parts of the internet that are not accessible, you know, to the public, if you will. You have to, you know, like the dark web and, and shit like that. Like, that's not just readily accessible. So, do restrictions apply to that? And if so, then how? And if not, then if they can't apply to that, then why would they apply across the board? You know what I mean? So it just it gets into like really. It's a gray area for sure. Technically, yeah. well, y'all know, like yeah. you um, sign up for like these social media platforms, like you sign like a user agreement as far as absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. The content that you post on their platform so, and mm -hmm. the fact that right. they reserve the right to remove you at any given time. Agree. Yeah, for, for whatever reason. I agree. Yeah, because I mean, and people have, we've had friends, maybe even some of us have been banned at different stages, but um, I think what makes this different is that this is the president, the, the, the leader of the free world, for lack of a better. So sure. I mean, what, you know, so people want access. Is he supposed to have a special account or something? Like, he, like his account. Is, he does. Right. I oh, mean, his account is the same as everybody else's. He has to sign the same mm -hmm. user agreement. He has to abide by the same protocols and the same rules that the average or regular user can. Like, like there's no there's no requirement that says because I'm the president of the United States, I must have an Instagram, I must have a Twitter, I must have a Facebook account. So right. it's just like not must, but I think, and, and and I'm not saying I disagree. I'm I'm just doing devil's advocate here. I'm, I'm taking the Warren route, route on this one. Um, <laughs> um, right. I think when it's when it's a president, when it's someone in this position of power, when you have a reach of like a hundred million followers or whatever he has, and literally this is his preferred method to communicate with the citizens of the country for the most part. It's interesting when it comes like when that I mean it's just that right like if, if this is his preferred platform to to disseminate messages to the citizens now obviously right. the 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 content within these messages incited a riot um and violence and and people ended up dying but I mean that's the line right I guess it's like where do you draw the line and like what can he say what can he say and they they've made a statement to say hey this is the line but see, not only that, like, so, so, where do you draw the line in terms of the person? Because well, we just said it, right? It like, president, could the vice we, president? If, does that go to like senators? I mean, I think the reach matters. That's all. That's why I keep bringing back like the scope. You know, we've seen friends who might have three, four hundred friends go too far mm -hmm. with a joke or post uh, pictures that are inappropriate, and they get banned for a couple weeks, right? Um, we've seen mm -hmm. that. Um, we've heard of that. Um, you know, this guy has, if I'm not mistaken, and somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, they, it's not just for the next two weeks. Some of those are lifetime, right? Like the bands? He's done. Yeah. 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 Some of his so, bands are lifetime bands. Yep. So, um, so yeah, this is, this is un, kind of uncharted territory for like someone of this, of this stature. Um, well, sure. I mean, I don't know that anybody else was really using social media. Right. Any other president was using social media like that. And if you think, if we're talking about reach, I mean, it makes sense that you would go to social media because that's where people are. Plus, um, but now you're, here, you're now you're crossing right. into if this is my platform to reach the people. Now you've taken away my ability to have free speech. But he's but well, he has the same access that we do. But also, here's the thing too: it's not a government platform. 
It's private. Right. No, I agree. I agree. It's social. So, so it's subject to the same rules that everybody else is about to. It's like this. It's not right. like there's a government Facebook that he was using and they shut that down. It was like no, this was just like the regular. So at the same time, you are bound and you're confined to those same limitations yep. like everybody else is. Yeah. Like it's interesting. So if you don't like it, then you can just call a press conference. I mean, you you did have daily briefings that you were doing. And you have a person that he skips that most of the time. Like, yeah, so I mean, has if you other want to get your message out to, to your use, constituents, you know, outside of social media, it's just that social media is a very popular form of communicating. Like, it's extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not the only means. It's not his only medium. He has other ones. They've been warning him, though, man. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, a lot of places have fact checks. Uh, like you know, they've been you know anything since they they'll, they'll put a stamp on it. This is like not correct information. So that, he's had plenty of warnings for the last. He's like, he's like partly the reason why that like even came into existence. Yeah, he's the reason yeah. why like fact checking yeah. now happens on social. Misinformation media. was a big part. Yeah. So he's the he's so, the, again he's the leader, leader of the free world. He's the president of the United States. His reach is so vast. You've never had a president that mm-hmm. has done policy. Through tweeting, like, oh, this person's fired. You're like, what? Well, I'm right. Out people from, like from the Middle East. Like, what? Like, you have to go through different channels to make these decisions. But he ruled, um, you know, in government through tweeting. So the first time this ever happened, obviously, and his reach is so broad that they had to start fact checking him. It's a long time coming when you have incitement of violence and riots from the president of the United States. Yeah. That's why they had to do what they had to do, um, because lives are at stake and the democracy is at stake. He, he, so, yeah, and then the government Indeed. can step yeah, in there. What do you, right? What do you say to, and this is just a, a question on topic, but I guess perspective. Many people say he okay. saved Twitter, right? When he when he got in, um, to office. Yeah, a lot of people say, say he that. saved Twitter, like he I saved the platform. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Is, is this is this kind of a, a a slap in the face because like I'm the reason you still popping. Oh, no. no, because because here's my thing, right? If 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 you save Twitter, right, and, and Twitter is now your your megaphone, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. Like Twitter's been or, in his vehicle, or he's the hand he's, that fed Twitter and kept and, them alive when Instagram, TikTok, and other sure. sites have passed them by. Okay, who, who, who's who's saying that though? Yep, and, and and when Twitter was like, "Yo, just just chill, relax a little bit, and we'll keep, we'll say whatever we can post, whatever you say, but just like chill, yeah. like chill the fuck out." And he's like, who, "I'm gonna say what I want to say." Save Twitter. It's been a pop, but no, I mean it's it's been popular opinion. It is. It's been a popular opinion in in in, uh, in yeah, the streets. Like the stuff like like Tumblr. Yeah, the Tumblr stuff, was more popular. Like him getting on there and, and saying those things, it it brought users back just to see what he okay. was saying. I was, I was asking because, you know, people and then people were, that, were reacting you know, to it. made Juneteenth popular. So I wanna, I'm, I'm curious as to who's saying that. No, that started because like, like, that started a while before. Yeah. No, but that's, 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 I, hear you, though. that's I hear you, Chris. I hear you, Chris. Media. Okay. Nah, nah. Yeah. News. Like, uh, it's an opinion. It's not. No. It's an no. opinion. Yeah. yeah, there's no fact. No, Chris, you can call me. You can call me, Chris. It's an opinion. You can call me, Chris. I've, I've said this. I've said this a couple of times. First, first stated by Quan. But I mean, so thinking about freedom of speech, then, um, I wonder why that's now. Yeah, that's my point. I mean, I take it that's kind of what you've been saying before, okay? But, I, but, arguably, I have, I feel like there have been. So, if we're talking about hate speech, mm-hmm. right? I feel like hate speech is. And not saying that, you know, so I guess I think about kind of like what you were saying earlier. So I think about my friends that have gotten banned for doing something. And I think it ends up seemingly being a, an interpretation, a perception of a post or a ban or not knowing the context of something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's one, and I, you, you all may know this one or may have heard it recently, um, but somebody that we know had made a post referring to shooting someone else, but they're a photographer, right? So they said, yeah, they said, like, one day I'm hoping, like, I hope I get the chance to shoot you. Like, I'm looking forward to shooting you or something like that. But out of context, it can look, and, and right, and and this person was banned. Um, Shout out to you know who you are. Big fella. Um, (laughs) But, uh, big fella. (laughs) So it's interesting kind of looking at that because 
that sounds like a thing, right? That sounds like something, and obviously it's subject to imper- interpretation. So if you don't know anything about the poster, you don't know, you may not know, but you want to nip that in the bud. Right. Cool. All right. But I feel like there have been, and not even by necessarily, um, you know, Trump, but I think there have been a lot of people that have posted some questionable things that seem very pointed and very questionable. And I feel like it would seem it would make sense for someone to say, you know what, we need to ban this, we need to ban this, we need to stop that. So I wonder if now he's been watched, he's been a target that's been kind of watched over the past however long. And then isn't that like a profiling? No, because here, here's the difference, right? Here's the difference. There was direct causality between what he said and the things that he said in a particular event and to something that actually happened. Direct. Sure. So, so it's all of that stuff, like on, on those grounds alone is what has caused a lot of this stuff. Now, the other stuff, the culmination of things leading up to this, that's almost like a bonus. Like that's just more evidence of seeing that like this thing has now happened. Like before it was like, well, I don't know, it's maybe we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But now you see this come to fruition and you're like, so these things were breadcrumbs leading to a bigger thing. I can hear that. My, sure people get banned from no, I can hear all that. the time, like, like you mentioned, but it's it's either they're not President Donald Trump. They're not they're not like at, at that magnitude. So people get banned all the time for doing st- stupid stuff, but it's a big deal because of the position that he has, mm-hmm. the title, um, you know, being the president of the United States. That's why it's, I think it's you know it's a big deal, obviously. Um, but I think it's a long time coming. But see, here's here's the reality of our generation, right? And this is the funny thing. Um, just because you don't exist on social media doesn't mean you don't exist and it's like it's a weird concept i i understand that but you know um if if i don't let's say it, it's not real unless it's yeah. facebook official like you know those kind of expressions mm-hmm. it's that's kind of a strange thing because it's not actual reality you know if i'm not right if i'm not friends with a family member or if i don't list somebody as a family member on social media that doesn't make them not Less a family, your family. Mm-hmm. right? So it's it, it, it to the same extent. It's like just because he's not allowed to to have a presence online doesn't mean that he's no longer the president, nor that he's not saying these things right. in other places or areas where it could have the same effect. So it's like it's 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 what society makes social media to be. If nobody used social media, then it wouldn't exist. Like we we actively invest into it. And so we make it what it is. But if we don't participate in that experiment, then it doesn't have any results. That's a fantastic observation, Q. I mean, it goes on any any form of communication, though. Like whether it be the new, I mean, TV or radio, like if people refrain from listening or subscribing. But I think more to, to Quan's point, so using Trump as an example, it's not that he hasn't said things like this in press conferences. He hasn't been banned from the news. Like the news has never said you can't come back on this this news this news platform anymore. So I think it's really interesting how you look at the the idea of it's a big deal because we are in a time when social media well, is Well, I think everything. news has a different responsibility, right? Cuz like I think that's the argument that some people have been saying is that yes. is this not the right mm-hmm. of the people even? You know, outside of the amendments and free speech and, and and the Constitution, is it not the right of the people to hear what the president has to say, no matter what? And I think, but I think the argument that the news will say is that okay. yes, we have to tell this story. We might tell it with our slant or with a disclaimer, but this is still the news. Like there's still people reporting when bombs get dropped. There's reporters that are right there reporting the news, even though. You know, these are extremely violent acts. You don't get to – well, sometimes you do, depending on how live the feed is. Um, but, you know, sometimes – I think the news has a different job, right? So I think the news will always report because that's their job. And I guess they're covered under a different umbrella, even though they, those are also corporations, right? So I, I guess they view their responsibilities differently. Right. And, right. and we're still talking about free speech, right? Because that means effectively – Anyone can go on and say anything, and it's okay under the guise or under the umbrella of free speech. 
obviously which outside is, of the limitations. Which, but it's still not true. Like, I mean, it's it's you can say those things, but unless those things are circulated, right, yeah. then that's where it becomes an issue, right? And I think it's also important, like, we don't have a right to social media. Like, free speech does not equal social media. Like, and it, it's a, it, I know there's like, like we talked about before, a gray area, but like, you know, just because people want to get their information through a certain medium doesn't mean that we have a right to that medium or that we have to get it through that source. Like we can, we still get information. We still get, you know, the ability to, to have the right to, to assemble, to, to have speech, to practice religions. They just might not be in the form that we want them. Does that make sense? Like, and I, I know that's like, maybe a little too forgiving for the government, but at the same time, it's, we're trying to apply things, uh, apply things in 2021 to a document that was written in the 1800s, like, or 1700s, right. 18th century. Um, no, it makes sense. They didn't have the foresight, the knowledge to even, you know, think about electricity, like the fuck, like how they gonna think about the internet and like how people interact on that. However, they do have the power of amendments. True. But again, like I, it's the internet is such a complicated thing to understand, and we still don't. Like we still really don't understand presence on the internet. Like, what does it mean to be online? Well, it's also subjective, right? And I think that right. I mean that kind of goes to your point where it, it can be so much and so little at the very same time that you i don't know that there's a rule one like blanket rule you can put over it that sorts it all out right, right. so so you're i mean you make a great point and i have something i want to come back to you know i i, I want to kind of let this you know keep flowing around a little bit if there's more more need for it but i also have a a random add-in to throw in well while we're still on this i was just going to mm -hmm. say society is subjective right so people that make these amendments and make these laws and we're they are this is a bad expression but they're slaves to the time that they're in so like they can't really project too far in advance they can only think about like the ramifications of things that are happening like right now in this moment so you know it's it's hard to truly capture you know things that are happening online that are happening in real time because things are changing and the people that are making the laws maybe don't fully understand you know that arena the hell well, we don't fully understand that arena but the and the other side of that to your point is then you are left with this umbrella that isn't covering what it needs to cover anymore right? absolutely yeah. right so i think that's the other side of that i, I don't disagree i mean yeah. especially looking at the way evolution happens now and things changing it's very difficult to keep up with it but the other side of it is i was just like well it's, it's too fast we just we'll just let this rule stand in place because i don't know if we, can, we can't change rules every six months because that'd be weird well i mean it's also scary too because when you when you think about like misinformation like right now it's like this these last four years have been the most troubling because you can't seem to get people to understand what facts are like people will refute absolute facts. fact by who though from who fact. are yep. there I mean, there are universal facts that people I are mean, there those things yeah no one's that but no one's yeah, arguing but i'm thinking that. everything else but no one's arguing right that. now we are in a time yeah we're like I literally a fact depends on who tells it to you. Like, you know, if I hear it, if I'm a, re a conservative, not even Republican, eh, I guess Republican, maybe maybe those are the same things. I don't know. Hopefully in the, in the future, we'll see if they're different. But if I'm listening Sometimes to Fox News, I get a set of facts. If I'm listening to MSNBC, mm -hmm. I get a set of facts. Mm -hmm. If I'm listening to CBS, I might get a different set of facts. And mm -hmm. those are the facts I choose to believe, even if there are other ways to prove or disprove mm -hmm. The validity of these statements or, or things I'm learning as as fact, there there's there's differences. Even the way that we learn in school, right? Something that you might learn in a public school in New York City might be completely different from what you learn in Nebraska or or in the South. So, yeah, we are yeah. in a time where yeah, I wish they would have did this immediately, like in 2016, um, because yeah, I think that's a real question. Um, you know, my first question. Uh, and I don't know if this got lost in my other statements, but 
was why now, right? Um, Trump has been doing stuff that that is going to tear down the fabric of the country for a long time, in my opinion, right? Some some people might even say that's a fact, um, but that's my opinion. Um, he's, you know, in the beginning when they said these are alternative facts or that's fake news, it's snowballed to a point now where, like, obviously, as we've seen with the COVID pandemic, we don't know was factual anymore like rarely like unless even when you do, go and do research if you use the internet you have to really <laughs> validate where the article source came from otherwise you're going to get things that you think are factual that are not um so yeah it, it's it's i don't know kids that are learning in school these days are going to learn in a way that is a lot different from us like they're you know these sources are going to have to be uh, the MLA and all, all these citations are going to be extremely long, I assume, because it's going to be hard to 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 really claim a fact or as a statement um, going forward. Because I, I don't I don't know where where do you even go to prove? So yeah, so say you hear some uh, some clip or someone repost on social media, what's the process you take to validate it these days? Like how how do you even know what's a fact? Yeah, but the thing is, looking up more art stuff on the, on the internet. internet, and just because it's on the internet, <laughs> somebody would believe it's true. Right, right. But see, there there are more based on who though. Others. Like, so if you're doing research, right, there is a. But I'm saying like this, so there's like there's like scholarly research, like people that have actual degrees that you know study this, and then it gets so verified through other people, true, and then it gets contested, and then it's speaking published. about just the general population, mm -hmm. and a lot of people think just because a statement or some type of fact i'm using air quotes saying facts guys some fact is mm -hmm. just written on the internet that it's true yes there mm -hmm. there is you know right but see that, that can fact check yeah. information to i guess validate it but the average person right. doesn't mm -hmm. and that speaks more to more so towards people's critical thinking ability and whether well, or not they choose exist. to use that because if it's convenient to say like I'm gonna believe this because it works for me, then then that's one thing. But if it if it's a different, if there's a difference when you're like, I I hear this, I I agree with it, but let me just double check and make sure like this is legit. I mean there are ways to do. But that. maybe but people, that doesn't. That's exist. the choice people make to do or not to do that. That critical thinking that you're speaking of. So this is a a, a thought that I've had for a while. And I probably and I've said this. I'm sure you've all heard it at least once or one million times. So when you look at research, the way research is done and reported, what you're hearing is what the studies show. That doesn't make something right or wrong. So if I study after 100 cases or 100 instances, I see this. If I do 100 more, it could look very different. So we're getting things reported based on what has been seen or reviewed, and that at, at that time and in that way. And that doesn't mean it's factual. It just means that this is the information that we have. And I think, unfortunately, information is often reported as maybe not factual, but credible. And I would even – I struggle with credibility because, kind of to Kevin's point, who's determining what's credible? Right. And that's why I thought it was an interesting no, stance, I, I even though, like, we've, we've already all agreed these are private corporations, private companies. But, you know, there's 74, 75-ish million people who – don't think the president has done anything wrong, you know. So um, yeah, I, I, we're just interesting, uh, uh, entering an interesting part in the country um of like what will we be, um, will will social media or or other internet sources go to the point of where they actually start saying we've seen some of this around the election and this is the only place where we've seen it, the statements within this post are disputed or this statement sometimes you'll see these posts these little disclaimers that say um you know this the 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 uh the argument here is is disputed um you know a lot of you saw a lot of that around you know politicians or folks saying the election results in like georgia or pennsylvania were rigged or that they they made up votes or something like that you know i think this is a good place to be in but it's, it's i mean we are very far behind the ball this is what we're going to start doing as far as like as going back to your original point, Quan, of like certifying what's a fact and what is fake news, like we are a long way away from fixing that. Yeah, and and, and it, it boils down to like accountability, and it's you know we haven't done a great job of holding people accountable. 
You know, if, if somebody says something that can be disputed, whether or not it's fact, you know, we haven't done a good job of like, I don't want to say making them prove that it's an actual fact, but we haven't held people's feet to the fire, you know, and especially with a person like, you know, our, our current president, you know, everyone's really given him the benefit of the doubt too many times. And, you know, at a certain point, it just, he took as much as he was given and just kept, kept running with it. And, and I think part of that allowed people to believe that that was okay. And so then they began to believe that they could accept those things as fact. So if he's saying something and then nobody challenges it, then it must be true. No one well, said, no circling one said back otherwise. to an earlier point, because I, I, I like that, but I want to kind of get back to our original kind of topic and ask a question on that. Do you think, so I know we kind of tiptoed around, not really tiptoed around it, we almost touched on this, but didn't really. Does free speech... Do you have a different level of free speech if you're in private? A phone call. Fine, private. Mm, no, because technically. But you assume you're assuming, right? On that phone call, because it's, I mean, I mean, you assume, yeah. But there's also, I mean, I, it's it's a service that I'm using, and therefore somebody else, I'm I'm paying somebody else to utilize that service, and so if they they can do whatever they want to with that service. Yeah. I may not like it. I may be able to fight that legally, but at the end of the day, like, I'm I'm still so, bound to that. Well, okay. So take the phone phone component out of it. It's it's two people standing outside okay. in front of their house and they're having a conversation. It's a private right. conversation mm-hmm. in public. Uh, so but, that's the question, right? Well, before I guess, I think that's before the this event right? with Donald that's, Trump, that's the the, to me, and, and forgive me if I'm uh, being uh, ignorant as to something else has happened. But the most other famous kind of violation, if you will, or case or episode of, of a free speech situation was Donald Sterling, right? When he was having that conversation with the with the with the girlfriend. I mean, maybe maybe there's been something else since then, but um, you know, he ended up losing a franchise that's valued at like a billion dollars, right? I mean, he got paid for it, but he doesn't he can't be affiliated with the NBA anymore in any way. At the end of the day, I mean, you, you can you can say whatever you mm-hmm. want to say. You have to say what you want to say, but you're going to have if you say certain things, you're going to have repercussions and blowback. That's what comes. That's what that's what it comes. It's consequences. Thank you, Chris, because that's exactly yeah. what I want to just I'll, I'll throw that out there because I think we're in this area now. Yes. So gotcha. freedom of speech doesn't mean that you're free yeah. from consequence. It's, yeah. Account- yeah. It, it's accountability. Yeah, it's absolutely accountability. So you got to be held accountable for what you say. Yeah. You can say it. Yeah, just know and that something might happen. Right. Like I could call I could call you a jerk to your face and you may punch me. Doesn't mean I can't say it, just means I need to understand so, that someone may not like me calling them a jerk. Exactly. I mean, you can go to a theater and yell fire. So is free speech really like, free speech or is this more like what and and forgive me cuz I don't have the rules in China, but it's essentially the same rules, right? China is a censored nation. They don't have free access to information the way we do here, so it's not quite the same. However, I know that you can't. I, I, you can't. I know definitely North Korea what? that they're strong. So is China's. Like you can't. You can't openly criticize the government in China. Like it's against the rules. So I mean, it may be that. Do they tout free speech? No, they do not. But do I'm they saying tout free speech there. Okay. We do. But yet we, we have this so we don't similar consequences though. So like like that's going back to Warren's point. Like as we can you can you can try to counteract that with saying oh well i gotta deal with this but i thought i had the ability to say what i want you do have the ability to say what you want now that there's consequences though that's that's why i brought up china because they can say it i can say it i just know tomorrow i'm gonna get a fine i'm gonna get arrested the same thing here you you can't say it don't say this you say this you get fined if i ran and i said and and i don't mean this at all this is literally for an example purpose just for if I wanted to run around and just be like, yo, no, no, wait, let me like write it down. Let me write it down. Let me write it down. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Like nothing's going to happen. People may look at me different. People may, you know, feel a different way about me, but nothing is going to happen to me. And then again, Rio, I mean, people have been fired for that. People have been fired for that this year. The views and thoughts expressed in this podcast. People have. Right, Mario. Bruh. My whole right, name? Bro, <laughs> 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 
Sorry, I'm sorry. I got carried away. Oh, I forgot. Man. I forgot. Yeah, edit that out. Edit that out. Guess I have editing homework now, and yep. I have to find this point um, in the that was at like, that was like the forty seven. Nothing's going to happen 30, to me. Like nothing's no, going to happen to me. Wow. Twenty six. You, you, you only have free speech in your own home. That's the way I feel about it. So, so, so you know, unless you're being recorded. Yeah, I'm sorry. Free speech. Like you know, if you say anything <laughs> that could, that could be offensive um, on social media. Uh, if you say something that can be offensive in the workplace, they have things that obviously you can't say in the workplace. So, well, yeah, but, so is that but, really but, free speech, but, though? That's my oh, point. But see, that's the thing. You So you sign up oh, to wait, work wait, for these corporate corporations so, or these organizations. You sign documentation nine times out of ten exactly. telling you the type of conduct that is okay. Right. Yes. And in yeah. those in those Getting entities, rid of, yes, yeah, removing you your free speech. Ability. You don't, but you voluntarily sign up for that. Correct. So, so you voluntarily censor your speech or censor, you know, the things you can talk or not talk about by Wait, signing up right. to yeah. work here or to be on this platform or, you know, all those types of things. You voluntarily give up those rights. So yeah. that that has that has nothing to do with free speech in that, in, in, in that regard. You yeah. give so, that up voluntarily. So you have it in your house. We have free speech as boys in the comfort of our own, so, in, in our company, um, you know, probably in, in like in my yard or your yard. When, if you go anywhere else in the public, your free speech is probably out the window. I mean, if you, if you have three people in front of a corner store saying inappropriate things, that could be seen as harassment. They can, you, can, you can have the cops calling you for saying certain things. So, yeah, your free speech is out the door because that could be seen as being harassing to certain individuals. And I agree with you, but then do we actually yes, have there, there are laws free speech against certain things? But so what, what does it mean well, to have already, free speech well, then? We already did that because Quan read that at the beginning. Okay, and let, free wait, speech, honestly, let's, let's was only pertaining Quan. to stuff in regards to the government. Government, correct. It wasn't, it wasn't pertaining to anything else. So the citizens don't really and, have it. Wait, so wait, let's, let's hold for yeah. Quan. He's been chomping at the bit a little bit. Let, let's. I want to make sure he gets that moment. I, I was just gonna say this is probably a stretch, but it's like free speech is like free throws, right? You have the opportunity, but they're not guaranteed buckets. You don't just get extra points. You have the opportunity to, so you can also miss those. So it's the same with free speech. Like you can say what you want to say, but there are gonna be situations where you say the wrong thing, and that's you got to deal with those consequences. You're not gonna get that cute. point. I kind of like. It. Yeah. But you don't you don't get an automatic right to yeah. the free throw. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Like, so, so like in China, there are no files. There are no shooting files in China. Yeah, you, you only get flagrant over there. It's all flagrant over there. So you never get the opportunity. <laughs> to have yeah. It's all flagrant and ejected, baby. But remember, there so kind of going back to, to what we were just talking about a little bit before, um, there are some limitations right. listed where free speech does not apply. Correct. Right there, there, there's a short list, but it's a, it's a, it's a list that kind of encompasses a number of things. So child pornography is one thing. Um, you know, things that incite uh, violence. Like there, so there are. So I think, unfortunately, the interpretation comes into those things. And you know what's crazy? I, this is a country where individuals get to test all of these things out through a court process, and then depending on the outcome of it, it it adds further layers to whatever we're thinking of. So all of these things like, you know, yelling fire in a theater, that's a court case. Child pornography, that's a court case. Like burning uh, draft ballots or draft, whatever those things are, that's a court case. Like, so or these things one, have been like thoroughly like argued and talked about. Well, one better, um, this is, they get to try it out in real life and then see what happens. Yeah. Because the first per first person that yelled fire in the movie theater might have been okay. Maybe this is no okay. After a while, I was like, "Ooh, maybe <laughs> we should not let this happen." Yeah. So is is free speech you know really free? Yeah, uh, it just comes with consequences. So it's not I, you know I, it's I not free from I consequences. I feel like Kev doesn't want to. <laughs> no, I agree. I just don't think it's really free. You know. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it comes with consequences, I agree. I agree 100. I I think I think it's the 
you can say how we interpret the word free yeah. free from what yeah but this the, the misinformation thing is like really like bothering me and i hope that as a country we can you know fix that because that's going to um like and not to sound like too, too uh, catastrophic but like that could <laughs> already have reality as we know it. Like people don't just just simply Thanos don't already stole the reality stone. Things that they hear, like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that's like a real life thing. I'm saying like I'm like wait a second. Like people, there are some people that really like see a stop sign and they interpret that differently. Like I don't. It doesn't mean stop. It just means I need to like slow down, look both ways, and keep going. It's like no. It's but it's their experience. Stop sign. Like it's it's it says stop. Stop has a definitive meaning. And it doesn't but mean enough what you people, just explained. But enough people haven't stopped so that makes it so less stop and more a slow down if you really feel like it. Which is crazy. Which is crazy because the definition hasn't changed. Like it's still a stop sign. So so if you do that in front of a cop, you're gonna get a ticket. You know what I mean? Like so there are still consequences for whatever you decide to interpret that as other than <laughs> what it is that sounds super confusing but, <laughs> but but yeah i know what i meant to say um what are uh what are you guys final thoughts on this um i think freedom of speech is as free as the consequences that come along with the things that happen um so you know you know say what you want just understand you know there may be consequences or, you know, something you got to deal with from something you decided to say and or do. Um, so it's just kind of say and do things wisely. Don't run ragged with that whole idea of your right to freedom of speech. It's not that simple. I'll I just say with great power comes great responsibility. Mm. man. <laughs> this guy. I like it, though. Uncle Ben. Uncle, it was Uncle. It was Uncle Ben, right? Warren. Yeah. Warren. I'll go in. Yeah, he made. He was Oh, I mean yeah. Peter Parker's uncle. Fan- yeah. Fantastic rice. <laughs> I think he still might. We 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 know Kevin. Um, I w- I mean I I just I'll offer the kind of tagging on to what Rio said. Just be mindful of what you're saying. There may be consequences, and they may not be something that directly impacts you, but something you may say may be impactful, be negatively impactful to someone else. It may it may just be hurtful. It may be mean, it may be insensitive, and you don't know what kind of effect or ripple effect that may have once you say it. So I guess for the most part, I endorse and support freedom of speech, but just kind of use it wisely. To that end, um, I'm going to exercise my freedom of speech. And he got to go capitalism and capitalism has uh, nice. a huge part that's we haven't we I'm haven't seen capitalism to, uh, for a while. So I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you. So, <laughs> so follow me along this journey, right? So if you understand that when we were younger, we were taught a specific thing. Let's pick, I don't know, Thanksgiving. But as we got older, we realized or we came to discover that what we were taught when we were younger wasn't actually the truth. It's no coincidence why people have difficulty trusting things that they hear or things that they thought were facts, why people question things, right? But those decisions came from someone else or something else for the benefit of that particular thing. So there's a reason why we weren't expressly told the truth about Thanksgiving, just like we're not expressly told the truth about American history. There's always gaps that we're not, you know, that are not discussed for whatever reason. I just found out maybe a couple of weeks ago that Native Americans had slaves. Like, part of me, like, ex- like a lot of people knew did. that a little bit, but to like read it and see that that they they perceived owning slaves as being uh, closer to being accepted by the colonizers. Like that was that was a a token, if you will. Modeling, yeah. That was like, wow, that's kind of saddening. But those again, those things aren't discussed. So the the capitalism aspect of it is is frustrating because 
we know where when these things happen, it happens for a reason and somebody's making money off of that in our society. And that's the troubling part. Textbooks are being printed with misinformation. You know, the, the information that we're getting from our educators and our schools and our libraries, you know, all these things, somebody's generating revenue off of. And we have to do a better job of holding people accountable and discovering the truth for ourselves and actually understanding that just because we find one thing that fits a narrative that we believe in doesn't mean that that thing is a fact. We have to really do the research and accept things that we don't necessarily like, you know, and that's, that's a lot. Um, that's all. He just questioned the whole education system. Um, <laughs> there are other topics within what you just said. Um, and we, 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 are here at the one hour mark. So, I, I, you know, yeah, I know. um, yeah, but I, I would definitely want to bring back up because I, you know, you the very way you said it is that you know people have to define what's true for themselves. You said, and we were just talking about how we're here, and that's why, mm-hmm. um, you know, free speech. Uh, hopefully, was interesting for everyone, and um, and if you guys have more topics like this or or or, or different from this that you would like to hear us talk about, please let us know. Um, I guess my closing thoughts are just you know it's an interesting time. Um, as, as as the poet uh, Drake once said, "What a time to be alive." Um, <laughs> that is your oh, freedom God. of speech. Wow. The poet Drake, <laughs> right. but that's so, your freedom um, of speech to say that. Call them a so, poet. So uh, you know, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Fellows Five Podcast. Um, you can find us uh, most places where podcasts are listened to. Um, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast on Anchor, yes. Um, yes. and maybe a few other places as well. Yes. Um, you can yes. talk to us on Instagram, um, and you maybe. can also email us on yeah. Gmail. So, um, thanks again. Uh, we love y'all, and uh, you know, take care of yourself.